Jesus' name. Brother Roy stood this a few minutes ago in this pulpit and he quoted a scripture found in Proverbs chapter 18. I just want to talk to you just for a few minutes today. I felt it so strongly when I knelt to pray and seeking God for the things that he would have us say in this service. The scripture just, it's a very simple scripture. It just says the name of the Lord. Everybody say the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong power. It's a place of refuge. The Bible said the righteous runneth into it and is safe. Not used to be saved. It's present tense. It's safe right now. If I could if I could just speak to you today from my heart for just a few minutes. I don't have notes here. I just have a few scriptures typed out or copied off on this page. But I just want to speak from right here a little bit because often we forget what the greatest tool of a Christian is or one of the greatest tools of the Christian and that is the name that is above every name. God gave him a name. The Bible said in Philippians 2.9 that he highly exalted Jesus and gave him a name that is above every name. That at that name, the name of Jesus, the Bible said every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess it. And, and that name is higher than all others. I was thinking this morning in, in preparing for this service early this morning, I was in my office and I thought, my God, I've preached about the name so many times, but the Lord just seemed to say to me, it's as powerful today as it has ever been. And when they started singing about the name today, about the healing name and the saving name and the power of the name of Jesus, it ignited a fire in me all over again. I am glad that I know the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Is there anybody here that is glad that you know his name today? His name is above all others. Joel said it way back in the Old Testament. He made a very powerful statement in his prophecy of what was going to come to pass in the last days when he, he said to the, to the future, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is going to be poured out upon all flesh. And then he said in verse 32, he said in Joel 2.32, let me get that straight. It shall come to pass, there that word shall is again, it shall come to pass that whosoever, let that sink into you. You don't have to have a pedigree of religion. You don't have to be a certain name or a certain ethnicity. You don't have to be anybody special. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. I got to pray in this morning and I got to thanking God for the deliverance that's in the name of Jesus. The delivering power that's in the, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. The name of Jesus will deliver you. It will deliver you from the spirits of this world. It will deliver you from the evils of this generation. It will deliver you from the chains that have you bound. It will deliver you from depression and oppression. It will deliver you from poverty. It 
It will deliver you from the yoke that the devil has placed around your neck today. Could I preach to you on this Sunday morning that you can call upon the name of Jesus and there is deliverance coming to you by the power of that name today. Oh, somebody ought to shout, thank God for deliverance in the name of Jesus. Thank God for deliverance in the name of Jesus. You see, here's the thing that makes that name so powerful and so wonderful. Let me talk to you for just a moment. We know that God is a spirit, John 4, 24. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. From the creation until the birth of Jesus, God was just a spirit. Men saw Him in manifestations and theophanies, but they never saw God. Because John 1, 18 said, No man hath ever seen God. Somebody tells you they've seen God, you say, No, they haven't. Because nobody's ever seen God. He is the invisible God. The Bible called him over and over the invisible God. God is a spirit. I'm going to preach to you a little bit now. But God was a spirit until the book of Matthew where we read about the birth of Jesus Christ. But what happened in that time was that God put on flesh the spirit that you and I know today, the same one in creation, that spirit overshadowed Mary had she became pregnant, had she had a baby. That that pregnancy was a miracle because she was literally a virgin little woman. But let me preach to you on a Sunday morning that that Jesus that came and was born at Bethlehem was not just another preacher. He was not just another God. He was the eternal God of glory wrapped up in flesh. And He made His entrance into this world through the stable in Bethlehem. Here me, hear me this Sunday morning. What makes Jesus' name so powerful is that He is the El Shaddai. He is the Elohim. He is the Zidkanu. He is the El Shalom. He is every Old Testament name that you can name here on this Sunday morning. He is the healer. He is the provider. He is the Savior. He is everything you could ask Him and want Him to be. Isaiah said he was the wonderful. He's the counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the prince of peace. He's the everlasting father. I don't know if you believe it or not, but wrapped up in Jesus is every Old Testament name you can think of. So it's not just J-E-S-U-S, five letters, and we make that something special. Wrapped up in Jesus is a name. A name that has everything you need. There's power in the name. You know what? Demons don't tremble when I say David. Demons don't tremble when I say Charlie. Demons don't tremble when I say Danny. But demons tremble when you say Jesus. They get nervous when you say Jesus. The Bible said they tremble at the mention of His name. When you say Jesus, the demons get nervous and they have to get away. If you say Jesus, they have to leave the room because they can't stay in the room with Jesus. Hallelujah! Oh, the power behind that name. The power behind that name. Let me tell you what it's done. It's turned automobiles in the right direction. 
It's calmed the plane when it was flopping in the wind. It's healed the cancer out of people's bodies. It saved people from all kind of addictions and worldly lifestyles. Let me tell you, you can't say that name without heaven taking attention. When you say Jesus, heaven says, oh, I'm going right there. Because the mention of his name gets his attention. I'm preaching on a Sunday morning. There's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. His name is not Father. His name is not Son. His name is not Holy Ghost. His name is Jesus. We're about to baptize a young man here in just a few minutes in the name that is above every name. I'm going to preach to you a little while. I hope you take what I'm saying. But if you haven't gone down in water in the name of Jesus, you haven't been baptized right. I didn't say that. That book said that. Then Peter said unto them, he had the keys, remember, to the kingdom. Repent and be baptized, Acts 2.38. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all those that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying unto them, Save yourself. Save. It's your opportunity. Save yourself. It's your obligation. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Hallelujah. Say, preacher, why are you preaching all that today? Because I want somebody to understand there's power in the name. It's not in the water. It's in the name. The name applies the blood to your life. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that we're the bride of Christ? How in the world can you be in the bride and won't take on the name of the bridegroom? Huh? She going to marry me? She going to be a chance. She is no longer a griffin. She wasn't a griffin from April the 7th, 1972 to right now. She took on my name. If you're going to be in the bride, you've got to take on his name. The Bible said that we are baptized into Christ. We are baptized. There's no other way to get into Christ. We are baptized into Christ. I heard a preacher say not long ago, you're not baptized because you, to get saved, you're baptized because you are saved. I beg to differ with you. John 3 and 5 said, except a man be born of water and spirit, he can't enter the kingdom kingdom of God. You've got to go down in the water. You've got to have the Spirit to be in the kingdom of God. And the only way I know to be baptized is the Bible way. And everywhere they baptize from the beginning of the church all through the book of Acts is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I preach it about power of the name. The power of that name has washed alcoholics clean. It's cleaned up murderers. It's cleaned up prostitutes. It's cleaned up drug addicts. It's cleaned up every kind of person that you can imagine today and many are in this room today why because we learned the value and the power that's in the name of jesus christ 
I wish somebody would help me preach right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house right now. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. I want to tell you something. You're going through a trial. You need to call on the name. He'll deliver you. Let me give you another scripture from Joel 2 to Acts 2. The Bible said in verse 21, and it shall come to pass. It shall. Somebody say it shall. It didn't say it might. It said it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know what I tell people when they come to this altar and they have repented of their sins, call on the name of Jesus. You say, well, the Bible said the name of the Lord. Oh, if you, you, want, you, want, you want to talk about that? Let's talk about that. Acts chapter 9 verse 4. The, the Saul of Tarsus on his way to persecute Christians. God knocks him to his knees. A light shined in his eyes and he fell to his knees. The Bible said in verse 4, he fell to the earth and heard a, a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? The voice spoke from heaven, from heaven. Everybody still with me? And the voice from heaven said, or Paul said, Who art thou? Or Saul said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, And the Lord, are you reading that? The Lord said, I am. I want to ask you one question this morning in this church. Who is the Lord? Who is the Lord? Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm in the book. I don't know where you're at, but I'm in the book. I'm just preaching to you on a Sunday morning. We need the power of that name in our lives. You know what? I marvel. I'm not here to to throw stones at anybody. I'm not here to cast judgment on anybody. But I marvel at people all over the world. They'll stand up all over the world today. And they'll pray in the name. When they get through praying for the sick. When they get through praying for the offering. When they go through praying for the meal. They'll all say, in Jesus' name we pray. But you know what? They refuse to go to a baptistry and be baptized into Christ. You've got to be baptized in His name. You can't get in any other way than His name. How do I know that? Because Acts 4 and 12 said, there is no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved than the name of Jesus Christ. I wish I had about an hour today. Because there's a whole lot I could say about the name of Jesus. You ever read the story in Acts chapter 3 about Peter and John walking up to the temple in the hour of prayer? And there's a lame man sitting there. The Bible tells us that he was over 40 years old. I don't know how long he sat there, but here's what I do know. I know he was lame and he was begging from, for alms. That's what I know. And when Peter and John on this certain day started to the temple to pray in the hour of prayer, the Bible said he, he was begging. And Peter stops, looks at the lame man, and said, Now, this is a typical Pentecostal preacher. Silver and gold have I none. Not really true. Silver and gold, he said, have I none. I don't have any money, Peter said. But such as I have... Give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ 
of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Does anybody know the story? He got up. And he went leaping and praising God through the temple. And brother, all the authorities got upset. I'm going to read just a little bit to you. Verse 6 of Acts 3 is where he said, In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. But in verse 16, the Bible said, In his name, or, and, and his name through faith in his name, hath made this man strong whom you see and know. They called him in for questioning. They said, how's, how's this all happening? And, and Peter said, in his name and through faith in his name, this is what you see and this is how you know. The Bible tells us very clearly that it was the power of the name of Jesus that got the lame men up. Verse 10 said, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is why he got up, because there's power in the name of Jesus. It's not just another name. It's not just five letters in the alphabet. Oh, no, it's behind that name is the eternal God of glory, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Ghost. It rests all in the name of Jesus Christ. Is there anybody happy for the name today? I'm closing very quickly. Y'all took the clock down. Y'all must want me to preach a long time. It's usually a clock up there. That's good. Just leave that thing off. I'm closing quickly, but I want you to see what happened in the book of Acts, chapter 4. And the authorities called them in. And they said, how are you doing this? They said, by the name of Jesus. What you see all happened by the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 18. The Bible said they called them and they commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. And guess what? They did it anyway. And because of the book of Acts revival, just listen to me in the closing moments of what I have to say today. Because of the book of Acts, authority of the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, the Bible, when the Lord spoke to Ananias, and he spoke to Paul, and he said, you go to Ananias, and he'll tell you what to, be, what to do to be saved. And Ananias, the Bible said, calling upon the name of the Lord. That word literally in the Greek means invoking, invoking. That means he spoke it over him. He spoke it over him. Somebody said, well, we all do this in the name of Jesus. But sometime and someplace you've got to speak the name. Say the name. Say the name. You've got to say the name. You can't just think the name. You've got to say the name. You've got to speak it over your problem. You've got to speak it over your situation. You gotta speak it over your baptism. You gotta speak it in your prayer and your petition to God. You gotta say the name that is above every name. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm handing you a tool today that if you'll take it in faith, you can conquer every devil of your life. You can conquer every situation you're you're struggling with. Say the name. Is there anybody here ever been in a desperate situation and all you knew to do was just say, Jesus? Oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus, 
Anybody ever done that? In the sickness that, that, that you've encountered, you didn't know who to tell or what to say. And when the doctor read his report, you just said, oh, Jesus. And suddenly the room filled up with the presence of God. I believe that that gets heaven's attention. Say the name. Speak the name. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. It's what we run to. It's where I go. It's what I, I put my faith in. When I get in trouble, I'm not calling on Dr. So-and-so. I'm calling on Jesus. When I got a need, I'm not calling on Professor So-and-so. I'm calling on Jesus. Say the name today. Stand all over this house with me right now. I got a feeling there's some of you in this room today that you need salvation and you need deliverance and you need a touch of God and you need for the Lord to do some things in your life and you, you, I can't fix it for you. I wish today that I could, I could, you know, just just shake this handkerchief over you. I wish there was some kind of oil I could put on you or some kind of dust I could, that won't work. Let me tell you what will work. Say the name and come out of that closet of, of, of horrible, pitiful, no good, sinful stuff you're in and just say the name, Jesus. While I was praying this morning, my mind went to blind Bartimaeus. I know I've preached about it many times. He couldn't see him, but he knew he was there. And he'd heard about him. Here comes old blind, here comes Jesus where old blind Bartimaeus was sitting. You know what he said? He didn't say, would somebody go over there and get that guy? Would somebody help me over there so I can see this prophet? Uh, I, I dare you to read the, the encounter of blind Bartimaeus with Jesus. Because I want to tell you what he did today. He did exactly what some of you need to do today. Unashamedly, Brother Charlie. I'm not trying to add to the word, but I got a feeling he wanted to be heard. Maybe he just cupped his hands over his mouth, Brother Roddy. And this is what he said. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David. <laughs> Jesus. When you say that name, he's not going to ignore you. You say it in faith, there's coming a miracle to your life. They're about to sing. I don't know who I'm talking to entirely today. I just know there's needs in this room today. And look, I'll meet you here. I'll be the first to tell you that I need him today. I'll be the first to tell you that I need him today. And I wonder if there's anybody that would come down here and just raise your hands and cry unto the Lord and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Unashamedly. Jesus! They, 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 go read, go read what happened. The disciples went over to him and said, shh, please. Tried to hush him up, Brother Greg. They tried to shut him up. You know what the Bible said? He cried louder. He got a little stronger with it. 
Jesus! You see, you don't understand. I'm blind. I've never seen before. I heard he could heal my eyes. Jesus! Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Let me tell you something. You become a blind Bartimaeus of the 21st century on a Sunday morning at 6680 Frontage Road. Something's about to happen in your life. When you say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Something's about to happen in your life. Something's about to give in your life. While they sing this morning, I'm just going to stand right here. I, I wonder who would come meet me at this altar. Who'd come stand right here with me today and say, I need Jesus today. I need to fix some things in my life. I need deliverance. I need salvation. I need healing for my body. I need God to work out a situation in my life. I need God. I need a job. I need, a, I need him to touch my children. I, whatever it is you need this morning, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. I'm waiting on you now. Go right ahead. She prayed it out. Oh, Jesus. There's just something. There's just something. Something about. They're coming from all over. They're coming from all over. They're coming from all over. Look what Jesus is doing. Like the fragrance after the rain. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Jesus. 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 Call on his name. Call on his name. Call on his name. Oh, yeah. Come on, they're still coming. Let's go. 